Hello beautiful people. I hope you're having, about to, or have had a beautiful day today. If you're new here, my name is Syme, Syme Like Time. Welcome to a place where we hang out and start conversations with creatives. I'm extremely grateful to have a conversation with Kelly, the man and brain behind Undiscovered, a platform dedicated to underground fashion brands and creative like you and me. So let's get it. Why don't we get into a bit of your background and what inspired you to start Undiscovered? Okay, uh, background and what inspired me to start Undiscovered. Um, I just wanted to bring something of value to fashion. I wanted to bring something uh, more into the industry. I uh, I initially started with two clothing brands um, and they never really kind of took off. I faced a lot of kind of issues and um, I thought I wanted to do something else in fashion rather than the clothing brand when you see anyone who's interested in fashion, you want to have a clothing brand one day. That's almost like the basic dream of everyone. I kind of came in the scene and obviously I still want to do that. I saw the end goal. But as of now, I'm just going to undiscovered and really trying to uh, provide as many solutions and resources for clothing brands while also enter- not entertaining, but, you know, having something for fashion enthusiasts to kind of look at. Okay, so you mentioned that you started two clothing brands before starting this magazine. Yeah, yeah. So those two clothing brands, um, they were kind of few but undiscovered because it made me realize, okay, cool. This is what clothing brands need. This is what brands are struggling with because you know I went through those problems myself. Let's get into like why. What were those clothing brands about? Why did you stop them? And I am lucky. What were those clothing brands? Well, I didn't really have a meaning behind those brands. Um, one of them was, I guess, it was more so. It was more so about giving life your um your all you know not that not that um limitation is limit what you do in life and where you want to go in life that was like what my second brand was more about but i didn't exactly have a proper concept down like uh yeah that, that's one thing i learned afterwards like you the brand concept i was one of the people who kind of just started a brand out of thin air and didn't think too much about that stuff if you know what i mean yeah yeah bit of a personal question like just for me in general to educate myself why do you think because i used to have a brand that had a meaning behind it and it was uh, correlated with mental health why do you think that was not able to connect with people or you would need more context than just because you know a lot of times um people are like yo like if you have a way to connect with somebody you're able to build the business off just that yeah, and I had that from the start, but then yet it it was a flop. Um, one thing I'll just kind of say to start off with is I'm not exactly a brand expert, so in terms of all like the businessy stuff and yeah, fashion side of things, I can only tell you my opinion. I don't want to come and sit here and be like an expert for people because I haven't run a successful brand. I can only tell you my opinion, what I've learned, but uh. From my understanding, and one thing I've learned is you need to be able to communicate your ideas and your value to the right uh, to the right people properly. Um, so one common, I, I feel like with a lot of brand owners, that's one common issue. They don't know how to communicate their value. They don't know how to communicate, um, you know, their ideas and their brand. And then the second part of it is finding the right people to communicate that to. So they, they, they go kind of hand in hand. It's almost like a puzzle. You need to communicate the right idea. Well, you, know, you need to communicate your idea to the right people. Kind of so, uh, 
with me that, but that's kind of like my understanding of no kind of fashion right now. I think I think it's pretty spot on. I mean, if you you could have the best product in the world, you know, it could mean everything. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. if you're not targeting the right people, then there you go. That's um, yeah. Like, stopping the brand made me kind of realize how important it is to like know your target audience. Exactly. I mean, when you do research, you know, like how to build a clothing brand, it, you see like, oh, you need to know your customer, you need to know your target audience. And because it's the boring work, a lot of times you just skip it. Yeah. And then there you go. Bam. Now you don't even have a foundation. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of the day, like we both made mistakes. And now I think this is something that if somebody's listening to, they can um, get value out of it and learn yeah. from our mistakes, really. Exactly. Okay, so you started Undiscovered three years ago, about three years ago, no, right? Well, about three years ago, December 2019. December 2019. How is it different now than it was three years ago? Ooh, that's a good question. So three years ago, it was actually similar to what it was now, but a tiny bit different. And then I went off course, and then I kind of went back to what it is today. So when starting off, I was really posting random stuff. I was... Uh, so imagine what I'm doing now. I was doing that more stuff for mainstream. So I wasn't even posting underground brands at all. Even though my platform was dedicated to underground brands. So my strategy at the start was let me post mainstream brands, getting the eyes, and then I'll, uh, I guess, curate my feed again to underground brands. And that strategy didn't work too well. But I was basically just posting news articles. What news articles were like articles in like uh, Instagram posts about mainstream brands. And I didn't see too much growth. I was very kind of stuck, like, what do I do? And then I kind of turned into an archive page where I was reposting underground brands. And that's where my growth kind of really accelerated. And then August, August 20, uh, 22, September, August. I revamped into what Undiscovered is right now. So, uh, yeah, but just it's just for underground brands rather than, you know, me posting mainstream brands back in the day. I was posting stuff on like uh, Off White, Dior, all this stuff when, you know, it wasn't really relevant to uh, what Undiscovered was about at the time. What makes a brand an undiscovered brand? Does that make sense? Like, yeah. because you said, what makes a brand not mainstream? Is it simply not having enough followers on it's social media? Yeah, that's a really good question. I was talking to uh, Tanya about this. He kind of works with it. He works with me. Um, it's a very good question. It's kind of it's a it's almost like a gray area. I feel like to describe underground, you kind of have to look at it like it needs a lot of context. So the first thing I do look at is followers. Followers is the biggest indicator um, of whether a brand is underground or not. But we have certain instances of when it's not end or be all. So sometimes the underground. Um, it can mention about media coverage, how much coverage does the brand has. If I go and type on uh, name or Google, is there articles about you? Is there videos about you? Are you on any kind of stores? Typically, you know, these are some some of the go-to things you need to do, not just to have a successful, successful clothing brand, but to have a successful business. You need to have some articles written about you, right? Because so, this is one of the ways to get verified on social media platform. Um, but you look into brands that are actually not written, are not, um, they don't have articles written. Yeah. Am I correct? Yeah. So that's not the only thing, but that's part of what makes a brand undiscovered or underground. Um, the age of the brand, how long the brand has been about. There's so many, many factors about it. I was thinking of even doing a video on it to kind of uh, 
pinning down the actual meaning, but I don't only look at one individual kind of factor. I look at it all collectively. I almost look at it like a checklist. Do I see many people wearing it? Do I see many people talking about it? Media coverage, followers, the owners, the age, it all comes together um, kind of as one, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I mean, it has to be a multitude of things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because there's no, like, you know, the way I see it, everything, um, you can't have, like, that perfect brand. It either needs to have, because sometimes um, it could be, like, seven out of eight things on your checklist, and it could still be an undiscovered brand. Oh, right? Um, okay, so you started posting review of T-shirts back in on YouTube, right? Yeah. Like, three years ago, two years ago. And then um, it has grown into now, like you do case studies, not just on YouTube, but um, on other platforms, TikTok, and then the famous drop of the week. And then another thing that I actually reached out to you because it helped me tremendously is the newsletter. The idea mm. of having post of the week having drop of the week having video of the week yeah. one day hopefully like um we'll have caption of the week i say we because yeah. you know maybe um one day we are talking about possibly me getting involved in undiscovered but man yeah. like just the when i saw that new a newsletter i was like this is a gold mine yeah and it's a it's a shame yeah. that not it's a lot of people know this yeah exactly yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to really grow the newsletter. I think on the newsletter is a um, it's almost a goldmine for a lot of ideas and just innovation, like new stuff in the kind of space. There's a lot. There's a lot to kind of do with the newsletter. So that's one. That's one of my focuses in the near future. Tell me a process, like because you know everybody says, um, and I think this too. The clothing industry specifically is so saturated. Everybody's kind of doing the same thing. Me generalizing that, right? Yeah. How hard is it and what's the process like for you to find that top of the, like, post of the week and drop of the week? And Yeah, but as for finding drops of the week, it's not as hard as you think. And what I'll do is, as I'm scrolling through Instagram throughout the week, I look up in my mind. I'm always in the back of my in the back of my head. I'm always thinking, okay, cool. This could be drops of the week. This could be drops of the week. So I have it all in the Instagram folder. You know, you can save posts. So I literally just save posts and then and then drops that upcoming. I save that in a separate folder, and then I go through that folder at the end of the week. So today's Saturday, so I'm preparing the drops of the week video today, uh, ready for tomorrow. And what I'll do is I'll literally look through um, all the posts I've saved. In both folders and then just rearrange from them and then what i also do is i'll go through on instagram you can go through all of your likes so i'll set it from sunday to saturday and i'll literally look at everything i've liked put into the folder and once it's in the uh, the main jobs of the week folder i'll literally select 10 from there and then yeah that's how i'm pretty much going sometimes i look at other pages like archive pages as well to see you know, I look at any special drops. Sometimes I look on my explore page, and yeah, from there, all goes into one folder, and I pick it from there. How important do you think is organizing all those folders for um, getting this drop of the week video out? 
Uh, it's very important because I don't think I'd have another way to pretty much do it. Um, that I, I think to me, that's probably the, the most efficient way to do it. I don't really see any other way to do it. So I think, yes, yeah, it's, it's very important because then I can, all of the drops, everyone I need to see is literally right in front of me. So I can just check through it and objectively pick the best ones and rearrange them in the order that um, I think they should be in. Would you say organizations is one of the things that has led you to achieving the goals that you're achieving and to achieve even more goals? Yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm not even the most organized person or so I have a lot of work to do in terms of organization, but organization is very key to me. I thrive of organization. It just, it just kills us if it's not stuff kind of set well um my mind goes everywhere and i don't exactly i can't exactly work efficiently and like working efficiently is very important to me because you know you've got, you've got to save time got to get stuff done quickly um i don't like you know being held up with something with a certain task so if something is clear it's concise it's organized i work best in that type of environment so i always aim to have it like that you said you want undiscovered the magazine to be the platform for you know creatives for fashion brands for um everyone essentially right so what are some specific things you want to do because you said again you want to add as much value as you can and that's one of the reasons why you started this magazine some of the things i want to do is start some of the things i want to do is kind of uh start doing maybe marketing services for clothing brands campaigns work with uh, clothing brands or campaigns uh, specifically Clinton. Um, hopefully I want to, I can start a marketplace as well. And I really want to start like a, almost like a drop list. I think end clothing do something similar, but like a drop list where you can see all the upcoming drops for, uh, like the month ahead, the weeks ahead. And then, um, I really just want to provide a ton of resources and access like, yeah, yeah resources and like access to people that, you know, clothing brands can come in and use to kind of grow their brands and just really take things off. Being honest, do you think if you had Undiscovered when you were starting your brand or when you had your brands, do you think that Undiscovered is something at the moment that will help you um, with your clothing brand? Because I'm not, because I'm not at the stage I want to, I can't exactly say uh, yes. But I definitely said, if I'm if I'm at the stage where I fully kind of want to, where I I feel like I'm more fulfilled in providing, well, the value to brands on hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, but yeah, I I I I just want more. I'm I'm not really satisfied with what I'm doing right now. So when I have more, hundred percent, yeah, I'll feel like it'll be useful for brands. I still I still think what I'm doing right now is useful. Hundred percent, hundred percent, it is. Yeah, I mean that's why I reached uh, out. Exactly. But as, at the same time, I still want more. I still want to do more. I still want to do better. And I think um, there's room for all. By more, you mean being able to provide more resources and help yeah. more. I had more provide more resources and provide something that's quality. You know, I'm not driven by money, so I want to. I want to. I want to ensure that I'm actually helping before I take money from people. You know, there's so many uh, magazines, right? Yeah. There's so many archive pages. How is Undiscovered different than other magazines at the moment? So how is Undiscovered different? That's a very good question. So um, with us, we kind of 
one aspect of our kind of uh, magazine is depth. We really kind of focus on depth of providing depth insight into brands and obviously create also create content. So there's one is one thing hosting a brand and then there's another thing creating content around a brand, which is where the depth comes in. Like we were able to look at a brand and take more in than just the pieces. Beyond, does, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it It kind of comes down, when you mention depth, to me, it's like, it comes down to resources. Yeah. Because um, it's not just like a clothing, like, oh, this is the drop of the week. This is the brand um, that dropped this thing. And you go buy it. You want to make that platform, at least from my understanding. Oh, yeah. like, look into what this brand is actually doing. What is... Uh, the motive behind this drop and yeah and, and, and like other stuff is that obviously we're underground there's not exactly many uh underground blogs underground uh fashion brand blogs all the rest are like archive pages and we've kind of evolved from the term archive page so i wouldn't exactly uh categorize uh on this stuff as an archive page it's more sort of a blog page and really and truly i don't exactly know any other underground fashion blog pages um yeah yeah i'm gonna be honest i don't know either i mean yeah, like there's there's only like archive pages and there's news pages but in terms of like a blog page something like a uh, hype beast for underground children brands i uh, i haven't exactly seen it but i'm always on the search i'm always on the search for it you know you know as time evolves things evolve but at the moment is your mindset solely on underground brands if given the opportunities would you move into the more mainstream brands uh so that's a good question as well i mean i hope not i really want to stay underground i really want to you know be sort of underground i really want to make sure clothing brands coming up that's kind of where my heart is at but from a business perspective and from a growth perspective that might cap the growth of undiscovered or not if you know what I mean? Yeah. Here and there, we tap into mainstream topics. And you can see from our feeds, like here and there, we'll do articles on like mainstream topics. But what we can do is combine the two. I, th I do think that the two can coexist. So what I always do is combine mainstream topics with underground, back to underground topics. So today's post was rappers wear underground brands. Rappers are mainstream, but underground brands is underground. So being able to uh, bring mainstream topics back into the underground it's something I'm experimenting with and looking at always kind of incorporating in so that we're also growing because with underground brands, right? You can, you can still grow, but you're also capped because many people, outsiders don't know it. If you're in the space, you know it, you know, it, it appeals to you, but outsiders, people who don't exactly know it. It could simply just be you comparing a mainstream brand and underground brand. Does that make sense? And this video yeah. correlating both of the worlds, right? I mean, like I said, with time, um, things always change, things always yeah. grow and evolve. Something that you have mentioned often, right? You're like, underground brands are always overlooked. What does that mean? Uh, no, um, not a lot of people, but you know, some people, they just dress for the brand name. Uh, they dress for the status, they dress for the validation they get from portal and certain pieces. And I'm not blending them, I'm not kind of... People, they won't wear something if it's not a household name. If the name is not known, if the name doesn't have status to it, People will wear it. Brands don't need to have a household name, a big name, for you to, you know, for you to wear it. I don't know if that made sense, but 
underground sort of, like there's a lot of talent here and that deserves to be seen and just because uh it doesn't have a big name doesn't mean it shouldn't be won by people so that's kind of my i am my answer to that to that question when you had two brands you know something that's so inspiring that you were 21 years old yeah. you have had two clothing brands yeah. and you've had this magazine now for three years and yeah. hopefully it's going to stay eternal what what makes you keep going because like what what is motivating you every day what is something that's inspiring you that's a very good question inspiring everything inspires me and it sounds very cliche but i take inspiration from everywhere like me doing this podcast i'm inspired to do even better but i mean um i get inspired by everything one a good thing for me was that so obviously we're talking about the brand concept because i didn't have a proper brand concept down my 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 heart my i wasn't really too attached to the brand so i was able to kind of let it go and not if you okay. me. yeah so one thing that i've kind of learned like i guess in business is don't attach don't uh, attach your heart too much to something to the idea attach it to kind of your uh your core desires when you really want out of life rather than the actual business so because i because i wouldn't too attached to my actual brands, I was able to kind of let them go. And I guess it's also maturing and learning a lot. And that kind of shifted my focus to something else. At the root, I still want to start a clothing brand, but it's it's just it's just about the concept, the brand concept. So if I have that brand concept that my heart is really with, then it'll be like, oh wow, now I have to let go. And it would have probably hurt more, but because I didn't have those brand concepts down, I was still able to keep going. And my, my core desires for what I want out of Nash and stuff are separate from that. So I was able to keep going with Undiscovered. And with Undiscovered, I guess I have more of that attachment to it. But yeah, I don't know if that answered the question. Yeah, no, uh, that, that answers the question. Um, so are you wanting to build a personal brand as well as you're wanting to build Undiscovered? And is there a way... Or like, are you trying to find out a way to merge your personal brand and Undiscovered? So right now, the personal brand, we're experimenting it. Um, because you haven't really seen it. If you look at all the big magazines, which of the bigger magazines has a personal brand attached to it? Do you know I, personally speaking, I don't know. Exactly. So we're, that's what we're experimenting with. Um, I hope it's the right move. But yeah, I'm I'm kind of looking to kind of build a personal brand with it. I'm I'm just not exactly sure how and what content I'm looking to do right now. I'm just kind of experimenting with fit pics. I don't really want to be you know the type of guy who's teaching brands this and that because once again, I haven't exactly run a brand, so I don't want to, I don't want to teach something that I haven't done successfully. If I run a if I run a brand successfully, you know. And as people know it, then cool. Yeah, I would have taught that, but because I didn't, I don't want to put myself out there and do that. So it's just about me going about other ways to kind of build that personal brand. But yeah, I think a personal brand will matter more and more in the future. Uh, I feel like obviously this new AI stuff, I like that personal brand is very kind of AI proof. So yeah, building a personal brand alongside on this club is also very important, but it's just about what exactly I'm doing and how am I growing my, you know, my own personal brand. What makes me think is you're thinking 
or you know undiscovered magazine is a long-term thing right mm -hmm. so right yeah. now you could um focus on just undiscovered and then later build that kelly brand you know exactly exactly okay what are some of your favorite brands at the moment we know cortez is up there yeah cortez obviously um i got uh there's a brand called carsico from right now i'm really messing with uh, uk brands more than the us brands before i was very us brand but now i bought the uk brands so i've got cortez got carsico years of tears represent uh, if we're talking about America, I like Fugazi. Uh, yeah, Fugazi, like Trevor Georgie, boy, he does his really, really great stuff. There's a new commercial, man, uh, for the bag, yeah. bro. Yeah, that's one of the things I know about Fugazi, like, their commercials, are, I, I, love, I, I just love how the way that Trevor does his commercial and his ads. You know, the, I believe, I'm a massive fan, but in terms of, like, commercial ads, I'm a massive geek of them, I really like them. Um, yeah, but yeah, Fugazi is one brand at the US. Uh, there's so many US brands I can name, but whenever I get asked questions, they all go out of my head. And uh, Lost Shadows, yeah, Lost Shadows dropped a nice kind of tea, like a chrome print tea today. That was really dope. But uh, yeah, those are kind of the brands I'm, I'm, I'm messing with a lot. How do you get into Kelly's top three, top five brands? Is this something that you're conscious about or just subconsciously? You like the commercial, you like the product, and yeah, it's 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 not. I'm, I'm not conscious about it. It's like I'm I'm very I'm very much a person of show me something and I'll tell you if I like it. So if I see it and I like it, I like it. If I don't, I don't. If I'm indifferent about it, I'm indifferent about it. I don't exactly look for anything because I don't have a personal style. But I don't have a direct clothing style. I kind of wear what I like. I wear what I want. I don't exactly have a certain style. So if I had a certain style, then yeah, cool. I would probably look at brands, but all the brands I mentioned, they're all different from each other. They don't have a lot of common. So I'm more of a person where it's like show me and I'll tell you if I like it. Yeah, it's, it's almost like an automatic thing. Like if I like it, I like it. Like I see Undiscovered is mentioning Cortez a lot lately, right? Mm -hmm. Is there a certain thing that every brand can learn from Cortez as far as you know? The reason why I'm asking you this because I imagine you have done decent amount of research and you've been following that brand for a bit now. The number one kind of thing is authenticity. Cortez are very real. Uh, they don't care about kind of... Yeah, it's, it's very much of a like, fuck you mentality. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, with us, it's fuck you. So it's like... They're very kind of nonchalant, but they're also very real. They just say how they feel, they say it how it is, and they don't really care too much about anyone else. They don't care about big names. They don't care about influencers. They don't care about money. They're just doing them. It's the very kind of community type feel. Like you can feel the connection. Like when you're when you're following Cortez, when you're uh, you know wearing Cortez, you feel like you're part of something bigger. And that's what Cortez, I think, at the core, do very well. And that's the reason why I think I think that's part of the main reason why they're not, not so much. I mean, we can't always say, okay, like this is something that every brand or every business should do. But yeah. I feel like we're getting to a point now that because we're so saturated, we need we need this kind of mentality. Like the fuck you mentality. Yeah. Because everyone is trying to kind of do the same thing, you know, get on those um articles get the articles written or 
get those influencers to wear. Yeah, and, that, and that's not authentic. Like, going to someone to get an article written about you is not authentic. We won't see Cortez do that. And we've rejected, yesterday, or I think it was yesterday, I rejected a brand. They came to me and said, oh, can we do an interview about our brand? And I said, no, because it's like, to me, I just personally find out weird. Like, you reached out to me to kind of do this podcast. I didn't come to you and said, oh, let's do a podcast about me. Because it's just not authentic. It's not real. So that's what I mean by, uh, you know, Cortez is very authentic. They stick to themselves. And realistically, all of that stuff will come. All the articles will come. All the influences will all come with it. So they just focus on themselves and know that everything else comes with it. So, yeah. Now, let's 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 kind of switch it to you, like, um, what's going on like, with your brand? Like, give, give me, like, a kind of uh, idea of where your headspace is at with your brand and where you're thinking of taking it. Because obviously, yes, I'm going back and forth about the name and everything. So I just kind of want to know, like, almost like an elevated picture about your brand. So, okay, to give, to give some context, obviously, you know, um, I, I, I had a brand before, and then for a year and a half, I was stuck on this one name. Um, and the re- reason why I was stuck, not on the name itself, but um, like moving forward is because of the sampling process. Um, I went, bro, I've been to China, Vietnam, um, Canada, uh, Pakistan for samples and I don't know they just they just kind of they can't do it mm. now um and then I was told the name all the kids are depressed is very it's it's something that will put me in the box and when you're doing something you never want to be in a box is what I've learned so far mm. so I went with nothing makes sense the name um and basically the 10 second elevator pitch is essentially perfection has taken over my life I want to embrace imperfection. I want to embrace individuality. I want to be unconventional, even be controversial. And I want to do that through my brand mm. and through the product and through the marketing. That's beautiful. I haven't really seen a brand like that. I haven't heard anything like it. So you're definitely bringing something new to the table. And I think with that elevator pitch, there's a lot of ideas that can come out of it. I really like how you said you don't want to box yourself in. That's one of like kind of my kind of top motoring. I don't like names. I don't like categories. Do you know what I mean? I don't like kind of putting myself in a box for something. So you realizing that is uh, a very good step for you because yeah, it will cap and limit you know your progress and what you want to do and where you want to go. So yeah, I think with that elevator pitch, that brand concept, there's a lot of kind of ideas and stuff that you can kind of uh, create out of that. What I've come to realize is, again, this is a long-term game. And this is why you you can't really be in a box. Yeah. Because over time you evolve, things change, you grow. Yeah. So, and Matt, but it's um it's something that kind of puts me down. Like, uh, it's going to be close to two years now without, um I lost like 1.3K followers. And it's all organic shit too. Um, from changing the name continuously. Like, I've changed... Uh, the name, the username several times um, and just the idea of like, you know, having the perfect name and having the perfect start. It, it's never going to be like that. Mm-hmm. So I, it takes time to reach perfection. But absolutely. Yeah, not to, obviously not to make about me, but look at my progress. Like I've shown you, I've told you the whole road of where I started to where I am today. And obviously it's, it's still not perfect, but 
I'm at a much happier space and feeling about my and I, and I know exactly what you're looking for. You're looking for that feeling of um um uh I guess a feeling of happiness and pride about what you have. I I I think that's kind of what you're looking for. You want that kind of feeling of you look at your brand and you're actually happy and proud of exactly what you have. And obviously, I'm not fully there yet, but I'm just telling you because I'm showing you the progress of oh, to make something perfect, it takes a cup, it takes time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's never going to be perfect, but within time, it can be perfect. And within time, you're going to get to a space where you look at it and you're like, wow, I love this. I love what I've built. I mean, man, I'm pretty head on straight with this, um, uh, not idea, but motto. I think imperfectionism is the way to go at this yeah. point because everybody wants to make things perfect. Mm-hmm. And I seriously think perfectionism might just be a bit of a mental health challenge. Because perfectionism has taken me from, it has hindered me from doing shit. I don't know how you feel about that, but there's countless people, even my um, best friend, like he wouldn't start something because he's like, it has to be perfect. But it's just an illusion in our head. It's something that doesn't even exist. I think perfect is very, depends on, it depends very much on what perfect is to you. So I might look at something and think that's perfect, but someone might disagree. I might do something halfway. Someone else thinks it's perfect, but I hate it. So perfect is very subjective to yourself. Yeah, all in all, I agree with the rest of what you said. I I, I kind of want to get into you know just the debriefing this conversation. What is something? What is like the best advice that you have had as a creative? I consider you. Um, more than a creative but at heart i think you're you're a creative and mm-hmm. something that can help other creatives yeah i like that name i like that name i think i, I always think a lot about uh kind of i guess my job title like what do i actually do what's my actual uh, you know you should know what i mean like what's my actual type uh and, and i like the name creative or creator i think the most important thing is mindset the reason i say mindset is because it covers a broad range of things under mindset can come mental health and self-belief. Those are like the main two. Mental health is like, you need to have good self-image. So if you feel like you're not, des- you're not deserving of this, you're not good enough for this, that's going to reflect in your work. That's going to that's gonna show. So you need to believe that you're good enough and deserve this. And you could do whatever you want if you put your mind to it. And then self-belief comes into it as well because it's like, you need to believe that you could do it. And you need to believe in your business, in your brand. I need to believe in undiscovered because if I believe in undiscovered, people people will see that it will rub off on other people and then delve on you as well. If I don't, if I came on here and I was talking in a confident way about my own platform that I've built, people are not going to trust me. People are not going to uh, feel good about undiscovered. So I can relate my dear exactly. So I have to set that tone for people, and that's why I say mindset. From what I've learned recently, especially this year. It's the most important thing. You need to you need to have a good self image, and self image is basically just how you view yourself, and you need to have self good self belief. Do you have days? This is going to be a little personal, but do you have days where you're not able to believe in yourself as much as you want to? Um, yeah, obviously without getting too kind of deep into it, but yeah, this this year's probably been our most difficult year yet, and it's probably been the how do I say this? The most difficult stage of my life as well because i don't i don't know why but my kind of mindset kind of just tanked like this year start of this year um 
there's not a lot I can do to get away from, uh, away from it. Uh, music helps. Showers help. Like when I'm in the shower, all my kind of uh, my troubles kind of go away. If I'm sleeping, I'm not thinking about anything. And then yeah, gin. I also go gin. That takes my mind off a lot. But most of the time, like I have to sit through it. I just really feel whatever I'm feeling. I can't really escape it. Not people they'll smoke and drink whatever. But I, I don't do anything. I don't do anything. So it's like. I have to come face my emotions and just see how it is. Instead of escaping reality. Yeah, I mean she I'm I'm stuck in reality. I don't yeah. I don't really see I don't have any kind of escapes for me to kind of go away from one face to I have to really sit there and just take it all in and face it in. Well man, honestly speaking, I appreciate you being uh, vulnerable. I'm sure there's going to be people that would appreciate it. I think you're able to build yeah. a genuine connection with the listener as well. Um, and yeah, for sure. Um, before we end this, is there anything else you're wanting to add? Uh, like, what about you? What about you? Because obviously, mental health was like a bigger thing. I think almost everyone goes through some sort of um, thing. So I was just wondering, like, how do you, like, what, what are your kind of maybe escapes? Like, what are your ways of dealing with, uh, you know, whatever you're going through? Yeah, without getting too deep into this, I mean, I, I'm diagnosed with some of the um, stuff as well. So it, it kind of comes down to just having conversations. I think um, God has given me the ability where I am able to express my feelings. So I, I take advantage of that. And uh, I think that's my gateway to be able to build connections, be genuine with others, have um, a bit of relatability and every conversation i'm having um yeah. yeah i used to look at it in a lot of times just uh as a curse like my mental health challenges and yeah. i mean just like everything you know um it's gonna be um it's gonna have its curse it's gonna have its blessings and me being able to sympathize with others has really helped me and my gateway or me trying to escape reality would be Conversations, sleeping. Uh, I I love sleeping. Yeah, sleeping is a good. Sleeping is a good. One. Even though I'm not the best at it, but you know I'm practicing. I also I also want to add that you said something about oh God has given you the ability to talk. I think God is also another thing. Uh, I'm a Christian, so religion is something also like very kind of important in my life. So you know prayer, prayer, prayer is something I hold daily, and then like learning about the word, learning about God and stuff. And how to go about my daily life, applying that to my daily life is also something um, I'm incorporating more and more in my in my life. That's beautiful, man. Honestly speaking, you um, you're not just my friend. I see you as a brother, yeah. and um, like we have only known each other for a couple of weeks now, but we have been able to have like great conversations, been able to help yeah, each other. Yeah, man. Like if uh, if other creatives want to get in touch with you and start a conversation what are some of the easiest ways we can reach you um reach reach out to me on discovery i prefer dm i guess sometimes i get emails i realize dm is probably the best form of communication so just dm me uh my personal app is always in the captions of all the posts so you can just find it there but if you dm me on undiscovered undiscovered.ig that's that's the best way to uh you know find me because I respond to literally all DMs. I see all DMs. I, see, I literally see all DMs. I, I do a very good job of 
staying on top of IDM. So yeah, just text me, text me when I started. That, that's beautiful. And once again, thank you. Um, thank you for having me. I'm really uh, pleased to be on it. And anybody else I should have on the podcast or have a conversation with that comes to your mind? Ooh, I'm not too sure. I mean, I have a couple of brand owners. I think Teddy would be a good one. Yeah, no, Tenny. Tenny, Tenny, talk to Tenny. So I think that would be a good one. Uh, you can see if it's down. But yeah, I just, I just know. I guess I know a couple of brand owners. Sorry, I'm interrupting you. I want to get a uh, guy who runs CS the labels. CS the labels. Yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, awesome, man. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta go to a pop up shop. I'm grateful that I live in Montreal. There's always things happening. You're able to build yeah. connections and everything. Sure. So I'm. I wish. Uh, to be fair, I wish I could leave out uh, the area I'm right now. And there's not too many events there, so I want to move closer to London. That will give me access to a lot more of the events. But yeah, I'm. I'm. That's it. Awesome. Like, take advantage of all the events you can. Exactly, man. Like being able to build like connections with, you know, like Montreal. Montreal is a. I, I don't know what it is, but I've been able to get get so much help from just other creatives and. Like DJs, especially, it's um, it's a new home for me. Like I'm so yeah. blessed, for real. Hopefully, I'll see Canada soon, though. Hopefully, man. Hopefully, yeah. Um, I've always been fascinated by Canada, legit. Man, like when you when you do come to Canada and you have to stay in Montreal, you don't have to pay for anything, you know. I got sure. you. So I appreciate that, man. Of course, I I definitely see my future, man. We stay in touch. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. We will. All right. Well, um, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll just end it there, and yeah. you have a fantastic because it's what nine p.m. there, nine ten uh, p.m. almost. Yeah, almost. It's ten thirty-seven right now. Ten thirty-seven. Yeah, you have a fantastic yeah. night. Yeah. Right. Uh, I appreciate it, man, for, for real. And um, you can show love to me. It's just only way I can repay you. Like anyone who showed love, like my page isn't even that big, and more people. I'll reach out to me and you know, show them love. So, this is the least I could do for you. Kelly, you have 27,000 followers. <laughs> Imagine putting them in one. Isn't that to fill, like, you can fill MS, like, Madison Square Garden or half of it? I'm really going to fill the show, but yeah, I guess, I guess. It's, uh, you're, a, you're a hungry person. I know that. I, I sense it and. Um, we both will grow together, evolve together, and see um, a better future. Hundred percent. All right, man. You take care. Hey. Sure, man. Peace out, brother. Thank you so much again. Bro, it's it's my pleasure. Take care. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Much love. Peace. Peace.